Oi, what's the best game where you get to eat pie? What's the best game where you play a dead guy? Aye? You'll find out in VG247's podcast. Here, what's the best game where you swing from a rope? And what's the best game where you battle the Pope? Like I said, you will find out in this podcast. Hello and welcome to VG247's Best Games Ever podcast, where we attempt to find the best game within a specific category. Uh, for example, this week, we're looking for the best game that uses that FMV that was all the rage in the 90s. Did you write this from the perspective of a Yorkshireman, Tom? Yeah, I was trying to be uh, like quite colloquial like in terms of the, the phrasing. <laughs> the best game that uses that FMV that was all the rage in the 90s. Uh, I will refrain for the sake of everyone's sanity from mispronouncing FMV as FUM for my own amusement. Uh, <laughs> I just wanted to get one in there. Um, FMV games, interactive movies or FUMs, whatever you want to call them, uh, were once considered the future of the medium until people realised that they were actually quite limited and fairly one note. Uh, and despite still being championed by a few diehard proponents, the format is now generally considered to be a load of dithering old nonsense whose best days are well behind it. Speaking of which, I'm joined today by Editor-in-Chief Tom Ory. Uh, we're also joined by Associate Editor Alex Donaldson and Guides Writer Kelsey Rayner. How are you all doing? Good. You, cut me off. <laughs> you quickly cut me off when I have a chance to respond. Yeah, exactly, because you always come in and ruin my flow and I need to get everything out. So uh, we've got some interesting picks today. Uh, I've just... I want to start with Donaldson, right? Uh, because you just sent me your pick, uh, and I had about five minutes to look over it. <laughs> it's the ropiest looking shit I've ever seen. Please, Alex, explain uh, what you've brought to the table oh, today. It's it's fabulous. It's great. Um, it's a it's a PC and it's on iOS as well. Game called Contradiction. Spot the liar, and. <laughs> It's a it's a terrible name for a game, but it is also um, it's also known as Contradiction, the all video murder mystery. Um, <laughs> right. It's basically like a a, a shit uh, FMV Phoenix Wright game. Um, so you play as a character called uh, Detective Inspector Frederick Jenks, <laughs> right. and he basically goes to a small village in the UK to investigate the death of a of a young woman, yeah. and you are interviewing people around the village and all this was filmed in like Cheshire and Lancashire here yeah. in the UK. I think we need um, to exist out. This is like the most British video game ever made. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it is, um, yeah, you're basically going around this town interviewing people. I want to say the, the, the guy behind the game is a guy called Tim Follin and Tim Follin is like most mostly known as a video game composer like he composed a lot of music for a lot of um for a lot of those like old uk developed video games going back to the 80s so he was involved with some of the lemmings games um and wow. was involved with like the amiga version of ghouls and ghosts and right. <laughs> rock and roll racing on the super nintendo and so he's actually got and, and then a lot of random stuff like he did a lot of licensed stuff so like some of the batman and robin games and some of the south park games um he did like the dreamcast echo game okay um did the music for that um, so this so this guy had a perfectly good career and then he and, decided to do this well so here's the thing i want to say like contradiction is ropey and cheap and a bit crap but it's wonderful it's just fantastic like the the murder mystery is actually genuinely kind of interesting and what you basically have is a bunch of 
uh, a bunch of British actors who are sort of the level of amateur local theatre, giving it their absolute all. And I think like most of them could probably get on like a daytime ITV. Oh drama. yeah, yeah. They uh, probably some of them have probably been on Doctors. You know, um, <laughs> yeah, it's that level, isn't it? It's and, same and, lighting and, as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And speaking <laughs> of Doctors, uh, the thing that I think you would enjoy, Jim, in particular, is um, the guy who plays the main character who plays Detective Jenks, who's a guy called Rupert Booth. <laughs> Rupert Booth is just um, he's been involved in a lot of like you know, low-level, cheap film stuff. But the, the lion's share Sorry, of the low-level... Do you say sheep films? Sheep films or cheap films? Cheap films. Not sheep films. That's not sheep films. He's, he's not Welsh. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, he, he, most of what... He's been involved in a lot of stuff. Uh-huh. But m- the common thread that runs through most of his stuff is he's done a lot of, like, Doctor Who adjacent stuff right he was okay. one of those people that was heavily involved in like um fan tv oh, series during one the of those wilderness. people who made those weird like not doctor who fan things where during they, the wilderness years yeah he, they he somehow in, like got the money together to hire colin baker to show up in it yes yeah, totally like like you know <laughs> like a short fan film called do you have a license to save this planet he was in <laughs> and it, it, it's like it's got autons and i always get worried alex when you say the words oh you'll love this gym because i don't know where you're ever gonna go with it and I, <laughs> honestly well, the thing of the thing about this guy is his performance is wild and the thing i'm getting at talking about him and his doctor Who connection is what he's doing with this inspector jenks yeah is he's basically playing what his version of the doctor would be absolutely 100 percent, down to wearing a really silly poor idea of a hat it's like a big long yeah big long coat sort of has that uh tom baker david tennant sort of um sort of wild gurning and he's He's wearing a big floppy hat and he's swishing about in a big coat and for for 99 of the population that is doctor who in a nutshell isn't it yeah and he's got that sort of um it's his acting and it being so wild and this is the (laughs) thing it's a deliberate choice, you can tell. So although it's slightly crap, you can tell he's not doing this out of uh, out of obliviousness. <laughs> you can tell he's deliberately trying to make this character slightly wild. And it's this combines with the video game aspect for you know you get those clips of Alain Noir and yeah, you're yeah. in the interrogation and the prompt is something like relatively um benign like you know challenge and then you press challenge and he's accusing someone of being a nonce and it's out of nowhere (laughs) and a lot of people pressed challenge on that thinking it was going to be like were you really there on this date and the and the guy screams in his face and alain noir's famous for that right and this game has a lot of that where you press it's it's not like that it's not uh, accusing people of being pedophiles but (laughs) it's a lot of um it's a lot of the, the guy who plays Jinx, like you press something relatively benign and then he's like screaming or gurning or doing something completely bonkers and off the wall. And you're like, what even is this character? And like I said, it's just, I absolutely love it because a lot of FMV games, they're either super high concept. Yeah. Um, and obviously, you know, you, you've got Immortality come out, right? Which I assume is what uh, is what inspired Tom. I just ripped off Jim's suggestion. You've got stuff like that in her story and things. You've got super high concept stuff there and then you've got like the stuff like sewer shark from the 90s where it's guys in front of a camera and it's really grainy footage and they're going whoa all the time this is sort of a beautiful unique thing where it is this just fabulously british 
a lot of the footage in this wouldn't be out of place in a terrible slot on really um yeah you know I mean, in the middle of the day like, yeah it looked like when um i don't know like when this morning does a sort of crime reconstruction or yeah, something yeah totally yeah <laughs> and i love that it's it, despite all that it is slightly ambitious in the sense that yeah so it takes place over the course of seven hours right so they've had to shoot the plate shots for every location in the game for each hour for the movement of the sun. And then some of that's really well done. Some of that Jesus. they clearly ran out of time. So Jenks, so they've, they've shot the background at the correct time of day, but the characters have been shot against the green screen and then superimposed. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're really there at the correct time of day. And it is basically just an adventure game where you're walking around, finding evidence. And as the name suggests, what you're doing is you're going around and pointing out people's contradictions, which is exactly how Phoenix Wright works. So you find a small contradiction in someone's story that is really unrelated to the murder. And by pointing out that contradiction, they give you a bit more information that allows you to go to someone else. And it's a fun little adventure game. And the thing is, if this was a... um, if this was like a sprite art game, if it looked like Monkey yeah. Island, people would just go, oh, that's a solid 7 out of 10 adventure if, game. If this didn't look like shit, it would be better, is what you're saying. No, I, no, but that's... that's a, No, you see, you, you, you've gone the wrong you've gone the wrong path there. Because what I was going to say is if, is if you had this stuff and it, it looked like Monkey Island and it was a standard issue point-and-click adventure game, you'd be like, this is a nice, fun, you know, 7, yeah. 8 out of 10 adventure game. But because but they've marshaled like, this... Yeah. Is the is yeah. the com- is the combination of the ambition, the fact they made it for I'm uh, just you know the the, the Kickstarter uh, had a goal of three thousand pounds. Oh, people up funded 4, this pounds. as well. Jesus, people love and uh, people love <laughs> FMV stuff, don't they? And like, yeah, it's true. Now Tex Murphy got funded, right? Yeah, yeah, and and this ended up gaining a bit of a cult following because there was a Let's Play on a big video game website on Giant Bomb where yeah. those guys are just constantly crying with laughter at it, basically because it is. Sometimes good acting, sometimes bad acting. They were doing that right weird kind of American thing where somebody says the word driving license in an English accent and it sends them over the edge of hilarity <laughs> for about 10 minutes. It's, like, it's the most well, benign... This is, this is no, Americans. Like, they're acting like he, say, he, he like demanded a portion of spotted dick. He just like alluded to a piece of identification. Um, all right. Okay, cool. Sounds this is, terrible, that game. It sounds terrible. It I, does I, sound I terrible. adore it. I adore uh, it. I recommend what everybody What you've done play. is, once again, you've got, like, once again, uh, someone on this podcast always goes off brief. And I would remind you, Alex, that the, the brief was not shit game with FMV. <laughs> No, like I said, genuinely, I consider myself something of an FMV game nerd. I really enjoy FMV games. I'm the guy who um, has like a pretty much complete collection of Sega CD games. So I've got Night Trap and I think I think you're being blinded by your love for Doctor Who, and this is like the the entire. I think I just think I just think this guy. You are correct in one sense, in the sense that. That guy, that protagonist, makes this entire experience. Yeah, but I think I think he's the sort of person that only the Doctor Who fandom could produce. These sort of oh, weird absolutely. people who somehow get funding to cosplay with actual Colin Baker in the woods. What I love about his appearance in Contradiction is it's made him like a FMV game celebrity. So in <laughs> recent years, we've had quite a lot... In recent years, we've had quite a lot of um, of FMG game revivals. In part, yeah. I would say Contradiction, which came out in 2015, is probably one of the games that kicked that off. He's definitely having a bit of a renaissance. He's never spoken as much about a game at all in this podcast. I, I know. I'm going to have to this cut him my, off. This, this is my favourite. <laughs> this is my favourite FMV game. So I just want to. I just want to ask one question. Apart from the fact 
like I said, it, it sounds like shit, obviously. Um, <laughs> did did you find this game on a Doctor Who forum? Like a message <laughs> No, I found it. I just I I, I discovered you found it, it on through, Gallifrey. <laughs> I discovered it through the through the um through the Giant Bum Let's Play, and I enjoyed mm. the Giant Bum Let's Play so much and found it so funny. I then bought the game and played for it all on my own time as well. I tell you what, I am. I am reasonably surprised because uh, I was absolutely convinced that Alex was going to come here and twist the definition of FMV game to include like all the Final Fantasies that have like I video backgrounds. Right 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 Command and Conquer. I thought it'd definitely be Command and Conquer. Command and Conquer did cross my cross my mind, but I, you know, I don't, I don't. It's not really. I wanted to pick an actual FMV game, and similarly, yeah. I've considered picking Resident Evil One just for the opening cinematic. We need to move on. Um, but you uh, you did allude to the fact that FMV has had a massive resurgence uh, recently. Um, Kelsey, uh, your pick... <laughs> does PT have FMV in it? I didn't know. <laughs> it does if you record it, right? <laughs> um, yeah, what's your pick, Kelsey? Immortality, shock, horror. Um, <laughs> I mean, literally. It is, it's suitable to talk about it. Um, I am going to speak about it tentatively because obviously Jim hasn't finished playing it and no. I assume quite a few people haven't even got around to playing it yet. Yeah, which um, they should. But Immortality is obviously Sam Barlow's latest FMV adventure and it follows model-turned-actor Marissa Marcel, who starred in three films from the late 60s to the late 90s, I think. Um, but none of the films were ever actually released or finished for whatever reason. So that then thrust you, the player, into this position of basically playing detective, sifting through all this footage from the films, behind the scenes, studio rehearsals, interviews, and more, to basically figure out what happened to Marissa Marcel. Um, I chose this game based on atmosphere alone, mm -hmm. solely because I've played a few FMV games, not as many as I'd like, but it just, I walked away from that game feeling like it had got under my skin. And that was what made it stand out from other FMV games so much to me because I've walked away from other experiences like that and been like, yeah, okay, I appreciated what that was trying to do. Or in Alex's example, that was hilarious. <laughs> um, like hilariously bad. But <laughs> Immortality, just, it creeps you out. It, it You start playing this kind of detective-like role and paired with the DualSense controller, as you match cut these clips... Um, it uses this sort of moviola mechanic to rewind back and forth through the clips and it feels like you're actually there using that device so instantly you're immersed in that way and then because it kind of sinks its claws into you near enough immediately everything else after that but again I'm not going to spoil anything but everything else after that is so much more hard-hitting which is why you walk away with that feeling of that that was amazing, but that's not something that I'm going to be able to let go of for quite a while. I wish I could say more. Are we declaring like the sponsorship from like PS5 on this, or like <laughs> it sounds like it's just, I'm obsessed what, with it? Are you just are you just been paid off? Dual, the Dual Sense is that good? It felt like you. What was it? What was the machine? Moviola. I don't know if yeah. I'm saying that right, but yeah. Well, you would have had the same effect on any other controller, I guess. But <laughs> other controllers are available. Other controllers are available, but the Dual Sense just hits different. But um, yeah, I've only played like an hour or so of it. I haven't, like, mm -hmm. as you say, I haven't finished it, but we, we've been chatting about it. And it's like the thing about immortality that sets it apart is that it's so like, it's so well produced. It's got such a clear vision and 
like the budget to carry it out. So there's no at no point are you taken out of the experience by yeah. it being ropey, which happens in every other FMV game. Yeah, it's just so well executed. That game, because it's all as you say, it's like it's it's all about the atmosphere and it's all it, like it has to creep you out and you have to feel like you're sat in a dark room going through this footage to, to really be fully sold on the idea. And if at any point the footage was bad or descended into like, you know, hokiness, it would you it would be shattered. It would be done, and it never happens. You're absolutely like sucked in. I think when I was talking to you about it, you said the idea of you could probably piece together any of these films and watch them as standalone films and yeah. be quite impressed by it. Yeah, which is like you said, it removes that ropiness from it. So you, it's an FMV game where you can take every sort of second of it seriously. Yeah, which is why it's able to make you feel the way that you feel. Yeah. Jim's Jim's quality bar is very low, though. I mean, <laughs> he like he watches some terrible stuff. So, no, I don't. I mean, I'm sure this is much better than some of that, but it's, it's not saying much. Is, <laughs> my question is: Is how much is quality a uh, an important factor of an FMV quite, game? Quite a lot. What? Well, yeah. It depends on what that particular game is trying to do. <clears throat> I suppose so. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. I, this is this game is great. I don't don't get me wrong, but for me. A big part of uh, a big part of FMVs. I always like it to be a bit. Even Command and yeah. Conquer, when they had the EA budget, <laughs> it was always slightly shaky and messy. Oh, so that's the thing. Like you can appreciate a game like that. That's why I've walked away from some of the FMV games that I have, which haven't been great, but I've been like that. That was fun. That was good. But Immortality is different. It's just a different ballpark in a sense that it's so serious. There is no ropiness that it almost feels like a new sort of. A new peak for FMV games. Like, not every FMV game needs to be like that, but it's so, so good that someone has done that yeah. and shown how good these games can actually be. Yeah, I agree. And I think, um, like, like you were saying, uh, the, when Alex, Alex raised, raised that point, um, if yeah, it, it's not that it has to be, like, quality is a, is a consideration for the entire genre, but for this game in particular, it's integral to the whole thing. Um and it does it does absolutely set it apart like it's like it's it's a quality project a product and uh this genre does not produce quality products by and large yeah that, i walked um, away surprised mm. it was yeah like um one of my favorite uh, fmv games uh, i played when i was a kid was the tex murphy series mm. um which used fmv but only when you were in the conversation system other than that it was like a 3d like first person investigation game it was crap but it was like it was quite restrained in how it used the fmv because it didn't have the, a budget to make it look good and i think tom your pick is in that sort of vein isn't it well yeah i mean i went for the a game that was peak or like era fmv is a big deal uh we've got ambitions way beyond our means yeah, um, so way beyond their talent as well. 19, 19, this game actually was it was very well made. So nineteen ninety six, Gremlin, uh, Gremlin, Gremlin Interactive, um, who they were like a fairly big deal back in the nineties, probably before then. Um, Realms of the Haunting is my choice. It's a, a PC like DOS. Back when DOS was a thing, still, mm-hmm. um, and it is a it's it. Like essentially, it looks a bit like a, a, a more impressive Doom clone, mm-hmm. um, but it's so it's a first-person shooter with point-and-click mechanics, a puzzle-solving, 
and FMV. It's very ambitious for the time. Like, I remember playing this mm-hmm. thinking, like, this is not like anything else I've ever played before. Because um, this is like, you think back 1996, was games yeah. were quite simple still, really. Like, you had yeah. games that were like shooters, you had like point and click, you didn't have much that did all this stuff. You like mentioned Tex Murphy as like a, a thing that did more. It wasn't just FMV. This is like that, but mm. I think it's beyond that in terms of what it tries to do. Like, the shooting is good, it's got like this horror uh feel like it's a horror game essentially like it's a hammer yeah. horror um so mm. it has the fmv is not it's not an fmv game as such but there's a lot of fmv in this game like if you watch the trailer it's basically just fmv they're selling it on with a bit of the game footage and it's got that classic this like of of the time like it's got like a five or six minute intro that you sit through with this guy he's <laughs> in a taxi and he's talking about his dad who's died and he's He'd been having these visions of this house mm. and these visions of this woman, and he's been drawn to this house for some mysterious reason. <laughs> and he has some kind of combat, it is like a, a medal or psychom, some kind of thing that's like, What's this thing? He's got sent in the post. It's a weird, weird medallion or something. Um, but the game is even now, like you look at it now and you think it's, it's, it doesn't hold up amazingly, but it's not terrible. Like, this is a game that's like, I don't know what the maths is there quickly 16, 17 years old or something. Yeah. And it's surprisingly decent in terms of what it tries to do. Like, it's clearly got, like, the aged first-person pre-modern 3D graphics look. Um, But they do a lot. Like, it's got the big mansion to explore, fully interactive stuff in terms of interacting with things. The mansion is one of the bullet points that they... Like, no shade on the game, but, like, the marketing copy is hilarious because it says something along the lines of... Actually, I've got it up here. uh, Realms of the Haunting. And it's... uh, Features many unique and bizarre universes to explore from a modern age and the mysterious mansion. Mm, mm. <laughs> so fucking so basically now and the house. Yeah. The thing the thing I remember about this game is that um it's like it's got no tutorialization at no. all. So if you don't physically read the paper manual, no. you are screwed. a lot of games were like yeah. that at but the time. Also, I will say I remember it being good. Yeah. It's also yeah, it's, it it's was quite common. very as I cut how old I was when I played it, I'm going to say like 13, 14, I can't remember exactly when I let's say 14. And it's a game where I was definitely stuck. Like mm. there's bits where like, if you don't pick, have exactly the right thing from a certain point, you just screwed. Like you have to, you have to have the right stuff. There's Is no it one help. of those ones? Is there's it no, like, can, no like a Sierra game where you can get to the end and having not picked up a I can't remember rubber get, ball I don't from get to the end, but it's definitely one of those games where you, you basically have to have the right stuff and it's not helping you in any way to do this. Um, And it's, that was fine. Then these days, I'm not sure how well that would go down really. Probably very badly. I mean, like they engineered that out of the, the entire point and click genre because people Mm. complained about it so much. Yeah. I Um, think the F and V in this actually for the time, and you think back to what was happening and like other F and V games and stuff, um, I was thinking like seventh, seventh guest and all that kind of horror, mm. which are more, they were a bit more adventury, right? They were just like F and V, you walk around a house, or whatever, and you the F and V is there, and it's more of it. This has the actual like shooter mechanics, which are pretty solid. Like it's a it's a good shooter. It's not like cla- it's a quake yeah, era. Like it's yeah. like yeah, like that edge, the difference, like the Doom to Quake transition type period of, of shooters. Mm. Yeah, and it feels decent still. But the actual FMV is pretty good. Like it's not immortality good, but for the time and probably given they were what they were working with budget wise, and they were mm. folding in like 
FMV into like sets for like, like the for the game and stuff. It's not bad. Like mm. it certainly holds up surprisingly well. Like even if you just watch that intro, um, the CG stuff is very ropey now, and it looks if you don't. I assume someone's upscaled it all to look like some amazing thing now, but it it this it looks pretty good still. And the acting's not. It's a bit like hamming up a bit like they always cannot do, believe you give me so much fucking welly for liking babylon 5 and shit yeah, like that and babylon you're sitting 5. here insisting babylon 5 is like oh we've rented this on eight million amigas it's amazing <laughs> ah, and it looks brilliant then, and then but this then it still looks that. brilliant was, this was probably rented on one amiga <laughs> and it's still better and this was not the, i shouldn't the fmb stuff is like actually like i don't like it's, it's not it's not the <laughs> It's not like Babylon 5 is a TV program. This is a game with video elements. And it is surprisingly decent. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say you'd want to watch it as a film, like maybe uh, with Immortality. But given what it's trying to do all around, I think it's, it's pretty good. And certainly as a game, uh, I think it's probably like, in terms of what is a traditional game, this is actually what i would say Tread the, carefully the, best, the best of all of these games um, <laughs> you, you move you look Whoops. around things and you like explore mm. like it ha- well on on this topic yeah. i just want to say i, I just wanted to uh, you know so i bought up all three of these are on steam and all three of them are tagged in the fmv category now it's actually too early for immortality to be uh to be flagged on the uh on the top rated um because the way Steam works, they leave it a while. But uh, Realms of the Haunting, average Steam average, very positive out of 140. Re- it reviews. looks good. 304, it looks 346 so positive, 106 negative. Uh, it looks great. Immortality, very positive on the Steam reviews, 180 positive, 41 negative. Contradiction, spot the liar, overwhelmingly positive <laughs> out of 2,333 reviews, oh, 2,571 are positive. That's a cult, that's a and only, 100, yeah. and exactly. only 115 100%. are negative. It is, it is the third highest rated FMV game on Steam Aye. above her story. Aye, because, of it, because of all the fucking daubers from Outpost Gallery, Gallifrey. Yeah, Kickstarter yeah. Said, yeah. It's like when my son goes into a toy shop and spends all his pocket money on some shit thing. And I'm like, that's awful. But it's like, no, it it's is, the best thing it I've is. ever thought in my whole life. It's not. It's like, it is. It's I'm, all three of these games are good. I'm just saying, what I have, I'm not denying that it's a cult thing. But people who play this who play this game and give it a chance overwhelmingly fall in love with it despite its inherent crapness because it's Can brilliant in so out, many ways. I love how much Tom's son gets the piss ripped out of him on this podcast by Tom. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah, that is 100% all the, the Doctor Who readies giving it the big one uh, because they want their... Because that's exactly... Because that's the Doctor Who fan base. We all, we're always hearing about how uh, Doctor Who is like the most popular British drama ever made. Do you know anyone who likes <laughs> it apart from you? <laughs> you? I don't like Doctor Who. <laughs> I think it's shite. <laughs> well, you know. No, I do like Doctor Who, but um, not since like it's, 2006 uh, or something. I like that we've got. I like that we've got a 90s era FMV game in here. I was wondering before we started this, Kelsey, if you'd ever played um, uh, uh, Phantom of Phantom because that's mm. like a horror. No, I haven't. But I need to. And it's very good. It's I, very I really good. need to. It's <laughs> yeah, been on the backlog for the longest time. That's a Roberta Williams joint, right? And she's yeah. amazing. 
I'll tell you what, what Tom was talking about with uh, how difficult these games often are with forgotten items and stuff like that. I recently started playing uh, Broken Sword again. Uh, me and my wife have just been playing it because, you know, point and click games are actually quite fun to play in co-op, weirdly. Um, and uh, the hint system they added to that is such a lifesaver because like, it just gives you a little nudge every now and then when you're a bit stuck. And it just means that the game is enjoyable because you were never at a point where you've spent 40 hours trying, like combining every object with every other object and getting nowhere. Mm. Just gives you a little bit of, have you thought about looking in that drawer? Or Because yeah. uh, let's face it, if, when things are difficult, I can't be bothered. That's why I don't like Dark Souls. Right, got to pick something now. Tom, I really like your suggestion. Uh, and I would give you two points for it if we had that kind of scoring system, right. but unfortunately we don't, so you get nothing. <laughs> okay. uh, Alex, uh, I love the look of your pick, um, and I love <laughs> I love your enthusiasm for its ropiness, and uh, it's got a lot going for it, but I just can't get past its association with that side of the Doctor Who fandom. <laughs> <laughs> who I despise. Um, Kelsey's pick, Immortality, it is, it is the newest game on the list, but for the, the clarity of vision and how well it's executed, it's absolutely peerless in the genre. And to be honest, it's quite peerless in, in video games as a whole. There we go. Modern so, bias. Yeah, <laughs> modern bias again. And uh, one thing... Newest game wins. Uh, immortality. And, and uh, one thing... That immortality gets just absolutely nails, which I've, which you rarely see in video games, is that the interface is part of the story. Um, so it's like it's like video games, the video game. It, it uses this medium so uh, effectively, despite being blended with a complete other medium. It's genius. It's brilliant. So uh, it's got to be immortality, uh, but the other suggestions are really good as well. So I am slightly conflicted. But I bet, uh, I bet if you ask Sam Barlow, say, "All right, what's your? Do you really like Realms of the Haunting?" I bet he says yes. It it's it created it, it kind of spurred me on to make a career out of this. I bet he'd say that. I bet you he would. Him. I bet he would you say that. Him. I bet he would say that. But I would yeah, argue yeah, that would. he he went on to make a much better game than Realms of the Haunting, which is the point of the... He owes his <laughs> entire career to Realms of the Haunting. <laughs> I could, to his you credit, know what? he's one of the few... I could, I could ask him because Burns knows him. So <laughs> Ask him and add it into this podcast and then apologise to me. <laughs> to his credit, he's one of the few... He's one of the few people who's released a modern FMV game that doesn't star that geezer. So, you know the uh the contradiction man so there you go he must not have played that for shame brilliant all right so uh, uh kelsey gets another point and uh we're gonna have to talk these up at some point because i've got no idea who's uh, is there a leaderboard has anyone got any idea who's got the most wins no we should we should get together a leaderboard for sure we absolutely need to because like in my head is alex is winning because alex had that streak where he won like five in a row no i don't but think... then he stopped sending the money um <laughs> so <laughs> all right well uh thanks very much for listening and uh, we'll speak to you again next week like i said you will find out in this year if you enjoyed the show, please give us a five-star review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps us get the word out. Uh, we're not just a podcast, of course. If you'd like to hear more from the team, then check out VG247.com for our fantastic news coverage, features, reviews, and game guides. Thank you so much for listening. Goodbye. 
If you're a big fan of Orchid, it's got a treat coming up for you. We had some user feedback saying some people don't like this orchid pattern. This is for you and all. That's the stuff. Some banging orchids here. Drop us an email if you fancy that as a Christmas single. <laughs> 